If you have hyperthyroidism or Hashimoto's and are looking to use diet and lifestyle to restore your health, then you will want to check out my upcoming 7-Day Thyroid Healing Diet Boot Camp that will be taking place the week of June 10th. For more information, visit thyroidbootcamp2024.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, should everyone with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's test for celiac disease? So celiac disease is an autoimmune condition where gluten is the trigger. And I'm not going to get into great detail when it comes to celiac, but the research does show that there is an increased prevalence of celiac disease in those with thyroid autoimmunity. And that includes both Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. A lot of people, when they work with me for the first time, they're already gluten-free just because they've heard me or other healthcare practitioners recommend for people to avoid gluten. So they avoid gluten on their own, which isn't a bad thing. But when you test for celiac disease, you're testing specific antibodies. And those antibodies develop when you're eating gluten. And if you haven't eaten gluten in, let's say, two or three months, then chances are you're not going to be developing those antibodies and you're going to have a negative celiac disease test, even if you do have celiac disease. And that's true even if you have a non-celiac gluten sensitivity issue. So even if you don't have celiac disease, but you have a gluten sensitivity and let's say normally gliadin, which is one of the markers that you would test for, if that comes back negative, that might come back negative when you're avoiding gluten, because again, your body's not reacting to gluten. But if you were to eat gluten, that would come back positive. And similar with celiac disease, one of the markers that that's tested for is transglutaminase. And so if someone is eating gluten and they have celiac disease, then we would expect that to be positive. But once again, if they have been avoiding gluten for at least a few months, we would expect that marker to be negative. So what I would say is if you have Graves' disease or Hashimoto's, and if you are still eating gluten, if you are being exposed to gluten, even if it's not on a daily basis, but if you have had some recent gluten exposure, I would say go ahead and test for celiac disease. And if it's positive, then you know that you need to permanently avoid gluten. Now, if it's negative, that doesn't mean that you could freely eat gluten. There are other reasons why you should avoid gluten, and that goes beyond what I'll be covering in this episode. But the point is, if you have celiac disease, you want to know because you definitely want to avoid gluten if you have celiac disease. And again, you want to avoid it permanently if you have celiac disease. But if you're gluten-free and then a few months later you decide to test for celiac disease, then you would have to expose yourself to gluten, and then you would have to wait at least a few weeks for the antibodies to form. And keep in mind, I'm not suggesting that if someone has been gluten-free that you should reintroduce gluten and then wait a few weeks and do a celiac test. It's a, it really is a challenging situation just because we don't want someone to necessarily reintroduce gluten if they're trying to regain their health just for the sake of seeing if they're positive for celiac disease. So if you are already gluten-free and if you have been for a number of months, like I said, ultimately it's up to you. I mean, some people will go ahead and reintroduce gluten and then test. But this is specifically for those people with Graves and Hashimoto's who are still consuming gluten. I would say go ahead and consider doing a celiac panel. And one other thing I'll add is you can't always go by symptoms. 
So with celiac disease, most people do experience some type of symptoms when consuming something that has gluten in it. It could be gastrointestinal symptoms. Those are pro- that gastrointestinal symptoms, probably the most common type of symptoms. But there could be other types of symptoms, a skin reaction, neurological symptoms. So really, if you consume gluten and you notice any type of symptom, that's your body's way of saying that you should avoid it. But that being said, I still would test for celiac disease. And I would look at it as a one-time test. So if you have been recently exposed to gluten and you do a celiac test and it's negative, then I would assume that you don't have celiac disease. But I still would listen to your body. So if you react to gluten, even if you don't have celiac disease, I would still avoid gluten, but I still think it's important to know if you have celiac disease. Really, I guess the the big thing is if you know you have celiac disease, you'll make a greater effort to avoid gluten, not only now, but well into the future. If someone has a non-celiac gluten sensitivity problem, the hope is that they still will avoid gluten in the future, but they might not take it as seriously. So that is my response to the question, should everyone with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's test for celiac disease? So the answer isn't as straightforward. I can't say yes, because if you are gluten-free and if you have been for a few months, then the answer would be no. But if you have recently been exposed to gluten, then the answer is yes. So I hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, so one more thing I wanted to mention that I forgot to say during while I was recording the, the main episode is... When you do celiac testing, there is a marker they'll typically test called immunoglobulin A, and there are other immunoglobulins too, immunoglobulin G, but I guess it is possible to have a false negative celiac result. So if you have depressed immunoglobulins, like if they test for transglutaminase IgA, and if your immunoglobulin A is depressed, that very well might be a false negative. So the test isn't perfect. I, I should mention that most of the time the, the test will be accurate. And there's other testing available. I usually, if I'm going to recommend celiac testing, I'll usually just recommend going to a local lab. But there are other tests out there. Cyrex Labs has their gluten test, which I think is their array number three. It's a comprehensive gluten test. There's something else called the wheat zoomer. So there are a few other options out there. And then once again, just a reminder that you can't go by symptoms. There is something called silent celiac disease. So while most people do experience symptoms when they get exposed to gluten, if you if for those who have celiac disease, there are people who have non-celiac gluten sensitivity who don't have symptoms when exposed to gluten. But with celiac disease, I'll, I would say that most people do experience symptoms, but there's always going to be exceptions. So that's why I would say even if you feel fine when exposed to gluten, I would recommend to go ahead and do a celiac test if you have been recently exposed to gluten. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, 
milk thistle and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatoimmune Supreme, visit savemythyroid.com forward slash liver support.